Welcome to the Creative Nectar Podcast. Your hosts are Jenny Hahn and Stephanie Gray, and together we share conversations and practices around art making as a path to self-discovery, recovering wholeness, and living an authentic life. So settle in, make yourself comfortable, and enjoy the nourishing taste of Creative Nectar. Hello and welcome to the Creative Nectar podcast. We're glad that you could join us today. My name is Stephanie Gray. I'm co-host. And I'm Jenny Hahn, also co-host. Hello. And today we're going to talk about mindfulness and creativity. And Jenny, I hope you're okay with this, but I'm going to throw you right, right into it today because you just recently... Um, have been certified as a mindfulness teacher. And I'm wondering if if you feel okay with it, you could talk a little bit about that and then talk about how creativity um, has informed your mindfulness practice. And then we'll just sort of go from there. Yes, sounds good. So as you mentioned, Steph, I just uh, graduated from a program that I want to give a shout out to um, the Mindfulness Meditation Teacher Certification Program also known as MMTCP, is taught by uh, Jack Cornfield and Tara Brock and is hosted by Sounds True. So let's start off, I, I want to start by just talking about what exactly mindfulness is, which I define it as the art of being present. And mindfulness is really, um, even though it, it's very popular now in so many fields and uh, the health benefits, it, it has roots in Buddhism. And it's actually just one step of the eightfold path that the Buddha described. So I, Steph, I'd love to just share some misconceptions about mindfulness, because, um, you know, the word mindfulness, <laughs> we can think of it as like, our minds are full, right? And it's not about filling the mind. Um, it's also not about stopping thinking altogether. I've uh, a number of people have said, well, I don't practice meditation or, uh, you know, formal practice because I can't get my mind to shut up. And mindfulness isn't about getting the mind to shut up, nor is it about being peaceful all the time. We can be mindful whether we're at peace or whether we're in pain, whether we are experiencing a difficult emotion, whatever's arising in the moment is what we can bring our awareness and our acceptance of and to. So there's been numerous studies on the benefits of mindfulness. And I will just share here that typically the benefit that is um, focused on the most is the stress reduction and, and health benefits tied to mindfulness. But also just um, that it can bring us a groundedness and a peace in the midst of our busy lives, our culture of distraction. And being in the present moment um, gets us out of that past and future focused thinking of the mind. You know, the rumination of the past, the projecting into the future, the stressing, it brings us into the now moment. And as I said, endless um, health benefits, um, 
reducing anxiety and depression, lowering blood pressure, improving sleep, helping us to cope with pain, uh, improving focus, greater empathy. And of course, what I'm very interested in is increased creativity. And I know, Steph, you and I both come at this from different angles. So I'd love to hear like, you know, I obviously I came at this from more of the meditation side and, um, you know, practicing insight meditation and Theravadan Buddhism, um, which of course you don't have to be a Buddhist to practice mindfulness. So how, how does, how has mindfulness come into your life, Steph? Honestly, so mindfulness wasn't really a thing for me at all until I found process art. I was very scattered, very unaware of myself, of my thoughts, um, sort of frozen. I, I really wasn't aware of my body. Um, I, I was just sort of a jumbled, jumbled stuff. <laughs> and, and I really didn't know any other way to be. I really didn't know there was another way to be. Uh, so when I found process art and then obviously creativity and all of that just sort of tumbled out of that, uh, it was a slow way of me sort of thawing out and becoming more present to my thoughts, being aware of the moment, um, meeting my body and myself on the page. So it, I don't like to meditate. I do now. And there are some days that I can get right into it and I credit creativity and, and my process art practice for that. And then there are some days I absolutely can't and that's okay because I've found that creativity will drop me into that space, that mindfulness space, um, more so than, than meditation, traditional meditation for me. So I actually consider Mm -hmm. creativity as mindfulness and meditation. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. And I find it interesting that it's kind of this circular, it's like creativity can bring us into a state of mindfulness and mindfulness (laughs) helps to increase our creativity. It's like this, um, yeah, it's like this symbiotic relationship. And, and, and as you said, Steph, like even the practice of art making, like can bring us to that space that a sitting sitting meditation practice can bring us to. It, it can bring us into that stillness. I'm wondering, you know, we talk a lot about the heart space. Do you think that that is that space that we're talking about, that space in the heart with that creativity takes me? And I don't know, does your does your sitting meditation take you to that same spot of the the heart? Or is mm. it more just just awareness? That's a great question. I mean, it depends on the sitting and where where I am, where my presence is, you know, what is up in the moment. But I think I think for me, both help drop me into the heart space, drop me into the form, the physical body, and out of the mind. So in that way, I think both are very similar. Um, one is more of an active practice. You know, we often refer to um, say process painting as an active meditation, um, because we are, we're moving and we're creating images, but there's still that 
inner awareness and still inner stillness that happens and, and connection with the heart space. Absolutely. Possibly in ways similar to other uh, movement practices like, like yoga or uh, Tai Chi Cha or other, other um, somatic practices, you know, where it is a form well, really, any we can bring mindfulness to any any activity we're doing. I mean, that's ultimately the goal, right? Is to be mindful, whether we're driving the car or we're going for a walk or we're in conversation with someone. To be present to what it is, um, and and of course, to be present when we're when we're creating. So we've talked about how uh, mindfulness helps us to center in our own awareness, in our bodies, as we're creating. There's definitely a concentration element to mindful, to both mindfulness and to art making, mm-hmm. where we are, whatever it is we're working on, like we're bringing our awareness into whether it's, you know, if we're drawing or sketching from life, we are, we, we are practicing mindful seeing We're observing in ways that we don't always see the world, perhaps. Getting to know whatever it is that we are studying, that alone can be a concentration practice. And, you know, even like just doodling and drawing concentric circles or, you know, like can draw our attention in. So there's the there's the centering and the concentration aspect, but also how we've talked in here before, Steph, that um, art making and art for process brings us more in touch with our thoughts, with our judgments, with our body sensations, with pain, with whatever it is we're experiencing, our emotions, and kind of, like you said, dropping us more into our heart space. Because mindfulness is about practicing that non-attachment kind of that expanded awareness um, without judgment. And of course, that's what, when we're working in the studio, that's part of the whole process is to release attachments, release judgment, and to be with whatever's here, whatever with whatever's showing up. Yeah, that, and that's, I think that's why I naturally came to, to that spot that we're talking about eventually is because... I didn't have to make sense of something. It didn't have to, my sensor in my head of, is this right? Is this wrong? Is this good or bad? It started to dissolve. And that's when I could experience just, just the pure awareness of it, of, of my thoughts, which, like I said earlier, that was that was so game changing for me that, I mean, really you you begin to notice your thoughts and that's, that's going to change your life. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> when our when our thoughts aren't driving us from behind, but we can actually get them in front of us and see them oh my and God. not have so much attachment to them. Woo. Yeah. That's a big shift. <laughs> yeah. And I know for me, and I we've talked in here briefly before about like just repeated patterns. You can see a lot, and our teacher did it, Sarah, too, a lot, is you know. Picking a pattern or or um, a movement that feels delicious, right? And you just keep doing it with absolute presence. I'm thinking of dot making. 
um, but any mark making, right? And just really getting there. And that can take you further into awareness. And and I, I'm, I'll just share now, I, I can remember a workshop where a woman was so into her dot making that she blissed out and she was she did it for the entire morning it was incredible to witness <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. yeah and again great concentration practice too yeah of just really coming into like being with every single dot I love that yeah I love that yeah I you know as I was thinking back to like my own experience with art making um you know, I I had moments of that connection before I ever started meditating. And it was always with my sketchbook. <laughs> I can remember back in art school, like going outside, like after classes, I was so stressed, but like sitting down with my sketchbook and just like finding a patch of grass and and finding this dandelion that was there, like the with the globe, you know, like a white dandelion, the puffy and and just and just communing with it, like sketching, just like drawing the contours and just being. And it was like I dropped into this space of so much peace, so much presence and concentration and just communing with this dandelion. And it's kind of like the rest of the world, the world being my stressful thoughts and all the busyness, you know, kind of just faded away and there was just the seeing and the drawing, just just me and the dandelion, like not even separation, really. And I just remember such a it felt like such a mystical experience. And again, this is before I started practicing meditation or really found a spiritual path. But that that alone is a spiritual path. You know, well, I was just going to say that started you off that I mean, I without art, I, I have always been curious about spirituality, but I never had that thing. Right. And then once I started creating, it really did lead me down that path to where now I have moments like what you were just talking about outside of the studio. So it's it's, you know, mm. it carries it out into my life. Mm. I love that, that that it started with the art for really for both of us in a way. And especially as you were saying, like, uh, yeah, that it was the art making that, yeah, led to mindfulness and, and how that applies to the rest of our lives, then how it kind of expands outward beyond the formal practice and into being able to approach our day with um, greater awareness, with less attachment, with maybe more of a sense of peace or groundedness um, really is like really cool, <laughs> really transformative. Well, and speaking of transformative and bringing it out and in, in practice, I'm curious, did, did you, do you have something that we could maybe offer the listeners today that might, you know, help them with their own practice if they're curious about how this might look and work for them? Yes, absolutely. I um, have a writing prompt or a writing activity that can be helpful. This is something I've done numerous times, especially if I'm feeling kind of scattered or dysregulated or just not in my body, not present. And that is to grab a journal or piece of paper 
And I usually set a timer for like five minutes. And to just finish the sentence, I am aware of dot, dot, dot. And I like to treat this as kind of a stream of consciousness writing of just whatever moment to moment shows up. So this could include sounds in the room, um, things that we see in front of us. It could include body sensations or if there's an itch or, you know, whatever's showing up, emotions, um, if a thought arises. So um, an example could be, I am aware of the hum of the fan, um, sound of the car driving by, rumble in my stomach, dog barking outside, pens lying on my desk, thought of what the heck am I doing, (laughs) you know, and on and on. And just, you know, some teachers refer to this as like, watching the waterfall (laughs) or watching the river, you know, it's just that moment to moment. What's in this moment? What's in this moment? And just being with it and there's no right or wrong. So you can go on with this and it's just a way to kind of come back into this moment, into the body, you know, sensing what we feel in the body and yeah, just a way to come home. And certainly if, if you are feeling it and you, maybe you'll talk about this here in a minute, but if you're feeling it, if you're feeling moved to then experience that through art, you know, or just creating. So, you know, I am, what the heck am I doing? And then you, you could doodle a bunch of question marks or something if that's more your thing. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. And I will also share just a creative practice, um, which is uh, similar in a similar vein. But um, as an activity, I suggest um, finding like a small object, something in ideally like in nature, something that would fit in the palm of your hand, maybe a rock or an acorn or a leaf or something, and setting a timer and just being with that object for however many minutes, two minutes, five minutes, but just to hold it in your hand, to feel it, to explore it, to see it, to notice its contours and its texture and the size and as you turn it, how the shape changes. And so just making this the the literal object of your meditation for however long you wish. And then if you want to take it a step further into um, mark making or drawing or creative expression, you can grab a pen and paper or a sketchbook and either have the object still with you or you can put the object away, but to begin to draw the object. So if you have the object in front of you, you can make this a blind contour drawing even where you're only looking at the object and not at your page. And again, it doesn't matter how it looks, how the drawing looks, if it looks realistic or not, but just to allow the pen to follow every contour of that object. And again, if you also, if you choose not to look at the object, you can put it away and then use your own memory and imagination and 
reflect on that connection you had with it um, through your own sense experience of it. What is your interpretation of that object or of that experience of that object? And then you can take it from there in whatever direction that leads you. But again, to let it be messy, to let it be imperfect and let it be yours, your expression. Mm, I love that. And as an, as a non-artist artist, (laughs) whatever that means, um, the idea of you don't have to, you don't have to look at something and have it be exactly the way that it, you know, have it be exactly on paper, how it looks in front of you. You can just be with it and, you know, draw the lines or be with it and how you felt like you were saying it's, it can be inside out as well. And I love that. Absolutely. Well, and you could argue that there is no absolute reality outside of our own experience and perception of it. You know, there's the phrase that, you know, we don't see the world as it is, but as we are, that's part of the, I think, the artistic interpretation. That's part of what we bring, how we become part of whatever it is we're creating, is that we, it is filtered through our experience and through our own awareness through our own mindfulness. Mm, I love that. Well, this has been an amazing conversation. I'm so glad we, we went, we went here with it, you know, I, (laughs) and it's so important. It is so important um, to me um, and that we were able to discuss this. And I am so glad that you all joined us today and Remember, if you have any questions about today's episode or a previous episode, or if you're wanting to see something else or just say hello, please get a hold of us at creativenectarstudio.com. You can reach us there and we would love to hear from you. So until next time, have a wonderful rest of your day. See you all later. Thanks for joining. Thank you for listening. This has been a Creative Nectar Studio production.